we've been saying it for weeks now the elusive triple double could it be in the matchup against the guy who no one would have basically picked to have beaten Josh to the punch Willie McTow White um, <laughs> who knows maybe Josh will be offended he might come out punching all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy three blokes catching up over a can of three so many things that we cannot wait to see Will Josh giddy up as he drops to the cup? Will Luzada play harder for last year's runners-up? Will Magnes got his sights on the NBA? But will Bryce be an Aussie? He's gonna stay. We love Space Cam Double Doubles and four-point shots from Bubbles. The Great Dane and Mitch and Lamar across the ditch. The Hawks signed a bloke named Justinian. And next year, we'll love the Tasmanian. Brace for the puns and dad jokes. It's time for the Basketball Blokes. G'day listeners, you're back with Benny Banksy and Boydie, the Basketball Blokes, dribbling all things Aussie hoops and NBL fantasy and Banksy. Oof, no bird. He's done it again. May not have a top bloke under my belt this round, uh, this <laughs> year rather, but um, can nail the big calls, can't I? Yeah, just to, to call the, the absolute revenge game for the... The angry giddy game that he's playing against uh, McDowell White coming off his triple double um, and having done absolutely nothing since. I just wanted to know why you couldn't have called that the, the week before, Banksy. I mean, mm. oh, why was why was uh, Giddy your number your number two captain? It could have been could have been the week. I was extremely tempted to make him captain just because I want to climb up the rankings and do something differently. I really wish I had, but um, would have never have heard the end of it if I didn't make Mooney captain after he's my number one. But oof, what a would have helped with Mooney missing that game, that's for sure. Yeah. And in the end, just uh, Will McDowell White ended up scoring the exact same score as him, which I thought was, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, to probably uh, just show that it wasn't the best triple double we've ever seen. But uh, it's the monkey off the back, that's for sure, for Josh Kitty. Um, fellas, uh, Banksy, you've made a good call there, but uh, your calls didn't get you out of the ordinary bloke spot this week, mate. How'd you go? It did not too far off you guys, so 681 points, which was fairly decent for what I've been putting up recently. Um, I think, obviously, where I was let down was uh, I played the Reindeer and um, BMW, and obviously they had really poor first games. I think Levi was a negative three after that first game. I didn't see that first game, but watch last night's game. They were both much better. At least gives us, I guess, some confidence them leading into a, a triple this week, knowing I'll likely have to play both on my court. But and you did have a win, though. I did last night. I And funnily enough, I've already received the voucher in my email. I won the game day prize last night and um, looked this morning and the NBL had already sent through the uh, the voucher, ready to go. So a bit more efficient than last season, but it looks. You'll have enough for a John Mooney vouch- and John Mooney jersey soon. So That's where it's going. And <laughs> now how do we do this, Banksy? What do you think? I think well, I'll, I'll jump in here, I think, uh, okay. Benny, because... Okay. I uh, had the benefit this week too, which is perfect, of playing Banksy in two of our re- of our uh, Patreon uh, leagues, which buy. is great. You got the buy. So I had the buy round for two leagues this week, which is good. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll start us off. Well, I had six hundred ninety-five for the week. Benny, what did you have for the week? Six hundred ninety-five. So Ooh, we call ourselves. Look, I had a few league wins this week as well. Do we? Are we calling ourselves joint top blokes? I think yeah, we should. I guess, that's how, I guess that works. Two of us signed up first, isn't it? 
Join not join not uh, ordinary blokes. That's it. So um, yeah, by all means, tell us how you went, and uh, I can compare because it really did come down to one trade or one head-to-head matchup. I think for us. Yeah, look, I had you know uh, Mooney captain and Giddy and Cotton. So Cotton and Mooney missing out on that second game is hurt. Um, the, I was I'm an hiring a decision to start Jmart or Landale, and it was the wrong decision. I started Jmart in the end. Yep. But um, Delaney thing. was the one I brought in. Um, I felt very confident with Delaney rather than uh, the person you're going to speak about, I guess. Yeah. Well, I also had six ninety five, and yeah, had the choice of Delaney and the big Colt. Went the big Colt. That cost me a top bloke. Um, yeah. I guess what something that hurt me was um, JJ. Yeah. JJ, so the, the injuries, it was a laid out too. I guess we didn't find out about it until we saw him sitting on the bench with a T-shirt on, um, which was a bit disappointing because I probably would have maybe got him out. Um, so, yeah, who knows? Yeah, that, and obviously I had Blanchfield in that small forward spot as well who lost a game as well due to the schedule change. And um, I, I guess, Boyd, you've uh, speaking about your JJ injury. Let's get into the injuries with Dr. Boyd, mate. Oh, righty, um, all righty. So the bit, I guess there's one that's been reported tonight mm-hmm. um, that's fresh off the... Pa- the and dare I say, I, I dare I say, it just come to me, newly reported. Oh, newly reported, very, very good. Very good now, if, you were, if you were a keen watcher of the game on, uh, when was that one, Saturday night, you would have seen newly at the end of the game hobbling. Um, so it's obviously it sounds like it might be worse than first thoughts because I don't think he played out the game, but he, I think he heard it right at the end of the game. Um, so it's a, 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 I think it's a foot injury they're saying at the moment. Uh, it was reported on NBL overtime that he'll miss a few weeks with a foot injury. I believe it's the, a heel injury. I don't know if you call it the hammer heel injury, but it nonetheless um, he will miss and you know. On the Discord chat, he was someone that we highlighted as being an excellent value last week. So yes, he's a must trade now. It really, yep. really sucks. And Sorry Benny, I guess uh, not to celebrate injuries in any way, but I guess as a Sean Bruce owner, should I be a little bit excited that he'll probably have to play forty minutes a game? They're pretty thin <sighs> at the guard position. Yeah, they're struggling, they aren't they? But they really no, are. Drew, Drew's sort of jumped in there and playing a fair few minutes as well, so you think they probably share Coonage. between those two. Um, moving right along with the injuries, obviously we had a couple of returns for Adelaide. They've got their full squad back with the Hump playing and Crocker as well. First game back, Hump looked look, he looked like he was blowing a gale um, a couple of minutes in, but settled for the second game, I think, and he scored. What do you have for the round? 34 for the round, so not the best, but I think... Um, we're waiting a week. What do we think? Yeah, I don't think you'd be taking him now. He's gone out under. He's gone down a hundred. I think you. You know, he might go down a hundred again this week if he has. <laughs> he will. Um, yeah, he will. Um, Crocker. I haven't really gone near him any all year anyway. But he had twenty six hey, for the round. Fellas, we got to think. We got to thank him though. It was the the rebound, to Giddy, the pass ahead. It Crocker was. for three splash yeah, triple right. double time. You're right. So, you're right. So thank you, Crocker. And um, yeah. That, I think that was the problem with my Colton Iverson selection was he came up against Nate Y and Isaac Humphrey, so probably the two best matchups for against the big Colt, um, which I should have factored in. Yeah, nonetheless, um, the low factor. Mm, 
the next one coming back this round, where there's all talk if you watched the game last night, was Ty Webster will be back this round, whether it's tomorrow night uh, or Saturday night. That's the question at the moment. I'm pretty sure they interviewed Ty and he said he was pretty keen to play last night. But um, yeah. I can't. They want to want to give him four weeks off, is what he said as well. Um, mm-hmm. so which means he would be back Saturday. Um, so it's probably not one to get in, even though they've got the treble, tri- the triple this week. I wouldn't be jumping on Ty just yet, and probably. Good one with Ty. He's quite expensive, so you just probably want to see how he works out with, um, you know, McDowell White coming into this side now. Um, Randolph is playing well now or playing better. Um, so it's just a wait and see for that one. For I'm, those BMW owners. Yeah, I was going to say, Benny, I'm a bit worried as, as I'm looking to field those two Don't guys. Don't worry too much. Don't worry too much. It's been confirmed last week and uh, this week by Dan Shamir that the intended lineup is to let McDowell White be that facilitator, play tie at the starting at the two, off the ball. So um, Interesting. The and Randolph's assist- been coming off the bench anyway, but I think he got the start He's, last he, night. He, he so did, who, so who I think goes, that'll continue. So, who comes out of that starting lineup then? Because it could be key this week because you've got Randolph uh, and Abercrombie that started last night. Corey Webster came off the bench last night. So with Delaney and Colton, the other two, Colt, the other two. So you'd think Delaney mm. and Colt retain their spot. So which one out of Abercrombie and Randolph? Randolph goes on to the bench. Well, Rand- Randolph goodness. was already coming off the bench prior to last game. So mm. you'd probably say he's probably going to come off the bench. Corey Webster's mm. already coming off the bench. And it Just, might be dependent on the matchup as to if Abercrombie's got someone to guard as well. Well, he was the sixth man of the year candidate, um, as we know. So previously, so it's geez, Levi did look really good. So it's something mm, bit definitely bisky to worry about when we're thinking about these um, breakers. And oh, right. um, and Levi took the most. He, well, he took but, the most um, most shots um, for them last game as well. That's right. Um, so, and the other ones that are a few, there's quite a few questionables still out there. Obviously, um, we talked about JJ and Adele, or actually, I think we brought that. Um, JJ and Adele were out for the Hawks uh, late outs. Um, and so now, I think we've heard a few people get a bit very upset with all with the late outs and you know bad updates and all that sort of stuff. We just got to remember the teams. You know they're trying to protect their own. So if they, if you know, if you've got a star that's out, confirmed out, you don't want to really tell your opposition until just before the game because they're going to prepare for that. So um, just yeah, we just need to calm down a little bit on the uh, the late injury calls. I think the NBL is doing a good job, and most of the teams have been doing a good job with their Twitter updates with it as well. We usually know, you know, an hour before the game, something along those lines. Yes, it can hurt us fantasy coaches if it's a Saturday game and the round starts on a Wednesday or what have you, but. We just have to suck it up a little bit, I think. Um, so the updates we're waiting on, oh, as well from the Hawks, you've got Bairstow, uh, and then the Sem are the, probably the big ones at the moment. They've got Sykes still questionable, Brokoff questionable, although he, ha- he has been running laps before games or after games, one of the two. Um, Kendall Stevens out, still there, probably not fantasy relevant. And the other one, Cairns, a big man down with Oliver out, Majok Deng, um, thinking no word at all. Update. Yeah, waiting on an update for that one. But now that Cairns have got the single this round, we, whether you'd be wanting to bring Majok Ding in there or any of the Sem guys for that matter, none of them. Other question. All are, all are relevant this week, aren't they? Well, that's right because they've got two singles in a row now. Those two teams with Sem and Cairns, with the can came the can, the game being cancelled because it was played last week. But do remember, if you wanted to jump onto one of those guys, maybe one of their cheaper guys, that they will get that game back. 
um, over the next, what, six rounds. So somewhere some they're going to have to play an extra game. That's right. That's almost a segue to the to the schedule part of... Boom. That's what well I done. did. It. Well See done. It. See what I did there? So um, I have some questions now. Obviously, the, the triples, we've got Melbourne United and New Zealand are the players we're looking to target. Um, I will say that we've had that game cancelled and common sense says that there are some other games at risk this week. So um, Perth and Brisbane played in Perth, which was uh, declared a hotspot by numerous states. Victoria have come out and said that um, you only need to get a negative test now and you don't have to isolate anymore Mm. if you're playing a game in Victoria. I know that um, Perth had a game scheduled against United this week. Um, The decision on Tasmania has not been made yet. It's scheduled. um, It's going to be reviewed and potentially updated from uh, the 28th of April at midnight. So all things going well, that game will go ahead. But uh, please keep that in mind that that game potentially is still at risk. Um, So which game was that, Benny? uh, So basically Perth v New Zealand in Tassie. Tassie haven't um, given an update. Um, what is uh, it was? Uh, uh, what's the terminology? It was a uh, amber zone now in Victoria from a red zone, but uh, in Tassie they are yet to give an update. It is still if if you were to fly today from Perth to Tasmania, you would have to quarantine for fourteen days. So um, that'd, be, that'd be pretty big to lose that game. That'd have big uh, fantasy repercussions for sure. And it would, but unfortunately, we haven't. We're going to get a game between Melbourne and New Zealand straight up. Everything's going to lock, and all our trades and the players we're targeting right this week are going to be going to be locked in. So it could be another um, tough titties kind of kind of moment for us this week. But um, very important for captains if you're well, eliminating risks. Well, it'll be a disaster for the NBL if if New Zealand lose a game because they're already equal least amount of games played um, with Brisbane. So from here on, if either of those teams lose games, they they need to be they're going to be on almost triples every round <laughs> um, until the end of the to the end of the season. So um, it would be an absolute disaster. And you know, Perth's not much better there on twenty four games, so only an extra game there. But um, yeah, wait and see. Touchwood, fingers crossed. Um, did oh. make me think though, fellas. Implications for these Cairns players. Um, I just want to ask you direct. I think Boyd sort of hinted at it before. Um. Would this put you off getting Machado into yes. your team? Yep. Yes. 100%. Better off and last that. last round put me off Machado as well. Good point. What about if you're looking at the likes of Duffman, great game-winning shot, or Venky Joyce, who is someone I was looking to bring in this week? He will, of course. If you want to get him in now, he can play one game. His price will still adjust normally. Um, he looked good, in my opinion. I, I got Sam Froling, so I was looking to do that. And... Um, see what I could do with this extra money that that could give me. Yep. Um, that's the key point. Extra that's cash. right. If you're really stuck and you need cash, like I see a lot of people trading out Creek this week and talking about trading out Creek now and all this sort of stuff um, because of the cash reason. So if you're desperate for cash and you need to do one of those two guys, I think you could comfortably use one of those guys as a backup. Take a small you, hit. You need to be assured that you don't have to start either of them because I don't think either of them are going to be reliable starters. I think um, the, the the change to the Phoenix 
now with that schedule has probably shifted the, di- the dynamic a little bit. I was looking at a similar thing because I don't own Jock right now, unfortunately. So obviously going to sell the farm to get him in. But the fact that Creek now has two singles, I think makes it a little bit easier to not have to go that low with a bench player to bring him in. I'm probably simply going to go a Creek to to Jock going, you know, from one Creek to, to three games with Jock this week. So I think that's, that's a good call. And just to clarify, Creek has one single, two singles in a row at the moment. They obviously have to make that game up in Correct. a later round. So. Which means they're going to either have a triple or they're going to have doubles th- from rounds 18 to 21. That's right. Which would so make him absolutely... Must have. Must have. So, I mean, you've got a tough decision there, Banksy, because you probably want to get Landau in. Um, but you're going to have to make... And, and Jock has doubles throughout... 18 to 21 as well so you don't want to be dropping him so you need to be if you're in Banksy's position you almost want to be planning ahead to make sure you're going to have some cash in the, in the back pocket for uh, round 18 because you need both those guys in and on Creek um, thumbs up means good yeah Benny yeah certainly does would you trade so we got you're a Jessup owner now yes, yes. Um, you're talking to me yes Yes, I am. I'm pointing at you on my screen. Sorry. <laughs> not that you can yeah, tell that. Not, We're over Skype if you don't know. Um, work. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, it felt good for me from this end, but never mind. Obviously, there's going to be a few Jess opponents there that may not have Creek. Would you get Creek in now, fellas? Forty no, first? No. Schedule says no. No, not for that price well, either. But you just have to make plans in place that you can do it later. Great why, don't you, why don't you have a crack at you know someone else on doubles or triples or what have you for the next for this week, noting that every team's on a single next week. You got um, Levi on a triple yeah. for a much lower price. Levi on a triple is still a risky proposition. He's going to be Creek on a single with Ty coming back. It is a bit of a risky proposition still. There's a, there's an element of risky bisky to it. Let's just say. All right. Um, yeah, I think that's all really good points, mate. Well done. Um, just in general about the schedule, Kate Fennell sent in a question. Should we get rid of all our Hawks players Yes. and, and replace them with New Zealand players if possible, given the upcoming schedule? Well, that's the yeah, aim of the game, just, right? Probably not just yep. New Zealand players, but, yeah, just about. Yes. That's a, that's a pretty sound strategy, Kate. Yep. And we've got a bunch of questions coming up. Um, Banksy, I don't know if you want to read them. Um, there's actually now four questions starting from Dylan that are all to do with small forward position. So, yeah, um, so Dylan so from, G, who is the best option to start at small forward this week with Sam now on a single? So, obviously, keep, read, keep, read, keep reading. Oh, reading them all, are we reading them all? Okay, it. all right. We've got Ruby Ann, Moller to Randolph or Patterson or keep him? Mm-hmm. Pete Stone, is Patterson now an option as he seems to have a decent fantasy score last round? Jared Dunstan, Randolph or Patterson? Patterson is someone we haven't really discussed fantasy-wise for some time, have we? No, he's not. So small forward options, what have we got here? Uh, Ruby's listed Moller, Randolph, Patterson. We've got Patterson, Randolph, Patterson. So there's the three there, I guess. I'm going to take the two new guys. I'm going to take I'm going to take Randolph and Patterson. They're kind of like it's almost like a line ball with these two guys because there's risks to both of them, right? Patterson, you've got um, someone coming into the team. 
in the next week or two. Benny, help me out here. All right. I'm just going to actually try to find out a bit of information on that, see if he's okay. actually left in the country. Just like, Go for I'm it. I'm just going to Google BJ Johnson. Oh, oh no. Oh, that's not what I wanted to see. <laughs> just delete the history. Thank delete you. History. Make sure you're not on the wife's computer. That's okay. All clear. All clear. I don't have an update on BJ Johnson okay. just yet. Right, because that's the risk I'm talking about. BJ okay, good point. In, as we spoke about last week, had better numbers than Levi um, when they played against each other in the G League. Uh, could be, a, you know, well, you know, he's replacing Vic Law, so you'd hope that he's pretty decent, but we don't know when he comes in. In saying that, Brisbane have got a double this week, a single with everyone else, and then they've got double and then a triple, right? So I actually don't mind the Lamar Patterson. He did have a 59 against Perth. Uh, no? You don't like it? Sorry, no, you just said you don't know when he comes in, and I've, after what oh, I've just Jesus. seen on the internet... Bloody hell. Oh, really, Benny. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he's gone. Um, does come up against Creek and uh, Talangi this week. We uh, beef tacos last week. And yeah, beef taco, no, tacos. Tacos last week. And now we've got this. Oh, I don't know where we're going. Um, I don't mind it. And the other one with Levi Randolph, he, he, yeah, I don't know. If, I watch both their games. The next three game is obviously scary as, but mm-hmm. the 42 against Adelaide looked much better. He had a 40 against Perth the round before and a 36 the round before as well against Brisbane. Um, they seem to be using him a lot more in that second game, but the risk with him is that Ty Webster comes in and, and as you say, Benny, it looks like Ty is going to play the two. And we think you know one of Rand- uh, Randolph or Abercrombie needs is going to come off the bench. So does that drop his numbers back again? You know, there's a there's a pretty big risk there. Although he is on a triple. So uh, has that answered it? Anyone Not want to take Moller? Not at all. Look, so for me, I think that because we're coming up to a set of schedule where the at the moment asterisk massive flag there is. You know, even apart from the Hawks, there's everyone plays one game, everyone plays two games, right? So this week you're just bringing Randolph. I think that that's a sound strategy. But can, if you have to do well, the sideways, but would Pat, would Pat, Pato might score more on a double than Randolph on a triple? I think it, you can play the risk though. The, the safe bet is playing a guy on a triple over a double. Remember, we've talked yeah. about this before. Having uh, the, the gap between a single and a double is. 100%, Correct. but the gap between a double and a triple is only 30%. Can you please read out Lamar Patterson's scores? You've got to base it on something. Oh, damn, Lamar's he's had one good game. Exactly. Right, he's had one go. good game. He's had a 59 against Perth, had, no less. He had a 15 before that. Yeah. He had a what? A 19 before that. Yeah, well, obviously he was... He might have been it's, eaten. He might have, he might have been... Well, that was against New Zealand, so someone obviously gave up the, the Hungry Jacks free cheeseburger that game, so he might not have been... Might not be going so well. <laughs> Look, so what I'm trying to say is that you can probably go Randolph this week and then have the availability to do the sideways trade when we know mm-hmm. Patterson, who has an extra game that's going to be slated at some point, mm-hmm. to go the trip to do the sideways move at that point. So um, this week I'll be going Randolph, but over Patterson. Um, Brody, you, you have just strategy. What are yes. you doing? Look, I'm just, I don't know. I really don't know, actually, to be honest. Okay, so it is genuine 50-50 for you. It's still at this point. At this stage, Randolph, but I'm a bit worried about the whole uh, 
Like what's Randolph's got? Like we'll use the same thing. Banksy in the last round, Randolph had a neg three, and Ty Webster wasn't in the side. Yeah. Are we t- are we too worried about Webster at this point? Like chances are he'll be eased in. He's not probably going to come in and play those massive minutes. Doesn't sound like it. Sound like he wanted to play the last round. <laughs> yeah. So. Seems like ultra cautious. And then when he's going, he's full green light. Maybe. I think but... the direct quote. I'm paraphrasing a little bit. Was um, us Webster boys? We heal faster than the average human. I think. Yeah. He said he went with. So. That's right. Most people would be out for 15 weeks with an avocado sliced <laughs> hand. So. <laughs> um. And back to Ruby's question. Is I should it have though... asked that tonight. Actually, the guy I played played against tonight had a thing on his hand like that. I should have said if that was if that was an avocado incident or not. <laughs> Um, Moller. Oof. Well, with newly the newly news, is Moller back into calculations? Is that worth the trade? Is it? I say yes, it's worth the trade. Hang to on. Randolph I've... or Patterson, oh, whichever, still... take pick your poison. Um, Just don't like it. Trade out Moller. Moller's got... Moller. You don't want to play, be playing Moller on the single over singles. the next... Yeah, he's got two singles. I know everyone has the single next week, but know, yeah... Yeah, well, still, yeah. You've got a single this week. You, just for that pure reason, unless you've got something staring at your ruby that you need to fix in your side, and you, worst case scenario, you could bench Moller for the week, then maybe. Oh, you're gaining two extra games. You're doing it. Yeah, exactly. Cool. And the consensus is that there's really no consensus between Randolph and Patterson. I'd vote Randolph. Oh, I'm Randolph. You play the safe game. On the fence. I'm okay. Eugene. That's it. All right. Trade targets, Banksy. We've got a few questions, or a couple of questions here. Uh, Mr. Hang on. Sam. Hang on. Mr. Hang on. Who's this question from? <laughs> this is. We've got a question here from our expert, the Experts League. What's going on here? I'm not sure no. we should be answering this one. No, this I like have Tom, checked. This is like Tom Hirsch asking us questions. No, that's fine. I have checked Ilan's games this week. He does not play... Either of us. So um, so we're safe to go there? It's just a general statement, and we all know the answer. So go for it, Banksy. Ilan Samuel, is it Finn Diesel time? I can tell you as someone that couldn't quite afford to, to bring him in last week, it is definitely Finn Diesel time, and he will certainly be coming into my squad this week. And him scoring at will in those two games. I watched both games, and he was just – he almost took it on his back. Uh, on his shoulders or whatever he's you want to call it. Player. Hey, he's the best player by a long he's way. He's the I think. best player. Yeah, and, that, and to be honest, they probably should they should even use him more. To be honest, yeah. It was times I'm watching the game thinking, you know, I'd be getting the ball to Finn like ASAP. Maybe piss he can do. He could do whatever he wanted. He looks, he looks bloody good. Like what I noticed as a non-owner, like watching one of those. I don't know which game. The second game I think I watched. Yeah. Some of his rebounds, I think in the first game he had what 13, 14 rebounds. He just yeah. third man just, up. He just hangs in, he just hangs oh. in the air when he was going for his rebounds. He the just... thing I noticed with last night as well, he I reckon he tapped a few out and he didn't get the rebounds, but they yeah, haven't the yeah, rebounds. Yeah. Exactly he, right. He, he clearly did tap it out, but they, he didn't get the rebound. But anyway, yeah, what that's, do? it's worked like that for a while. Um, Ellen, as a Colton Iverson owner, it was Finn Diesel time last week. So it <laughs> remains the same uh, this week. I can assure you of that. So, all right, um, I'm going to rebun. I'm going to rebun out. I'm going to rebun out. Peter Watto. Yes. What? Peter Watkins, either DJ from Adelaide or Martin, as in J Mart, are going to McCarran at six man. Can you please help me decide which one? Martin. Yeah. Trade out J Mart. 
Yeah, yep. I think J-Mart's the one. Two singles, uh, obviously. Um, three games for DJ. It's a, ske- it's a schedule game. It's a schedule game. And you you got to play the schedule. We know you're a Kings man, Watto. And also... And also, Watto, it's the it's the nursing him back into full health again. He uh, had reduced minutes. Have you got the stats there, Bank uh, Benny? No, don't no. have it up, mate. But oh, you can look at them. It's I'll pretty easy. Try, try and get them quickly. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was my, po- my poll. My, I put a poll question as soon as he got. It was a surprised, especially for everyone on the Patreon chat. It was a surprised naming of Martin that he was active for that yep. first game, and I. I put a post out saying this feels like a trap. I set the line at under over 20 minutes um, for them to play. I can't remember what the result of the poll is. I don't have the Twitter page open at the moment. 12. But Oh, sorry. What was the poll results? I'd be curious oh, to see if people thought poll, over or under. I don't have the poll results, but I know That's he played 12 minutes in the first game and 21 in the second, which was down. He was sort of averaging oh, 25 to 30, you'd say. He had, some, he had a 36, he had a 31, he had a 33... And then he had some like a 26, a 22, and an 18 in that space of sort of six games. Um, so he was a bit all over the shot. But Jeez, he was think... good in points per minute against South in that first game against the Phoenix. So uh, would have been. All, like um, he almost had the double double, didn't he? Um, in the fifth in the 12 minutes or whatever he played. So I found the poll, Benny. Yeah, 52.3% under yep. had it. Just that's, they would have been right. Yeah, so um, it was a trap. Should have started Landale. Mm. And, um, no, I don't want to talk about it. Geordie Hunter. Peter Watto, you got to awesome. cut, cut your losses, mate. Take DJ on the double. Humph is still not back to foot fitness. You'd think he'd still play. DJ still plays big minutes. And even though he's got the ugliest head in MB, in the NBL, I think that he'll, uh, his jump shot's just elite. So How good is it going to get J-Mart back at a million bucks in two weeks? Thank you very much. Yum. Can we just remember back as well? Didn't take Hump long at the start of the season to get back to good health. Remember he started coming off Thank that uh, injury with a nine. Thank Banksy, shut up. What did he punch out after that? Shut 76, 62, 83. Thanks. Oh, you're actually up. giving me, yeah. Are you saying shut up because Boydie's, I don't know why you're saying shut up, but I'm saying shut up. I don't know why Boydie does not trust. We failed just... miserably by not having him <laughs> because of that injury risk in um, round one. Also oh. that. I'm saying it for that reason, Benny, and I'm also saying it because shut up. <laughs> okay, yeah, we get that's your normal shut up you do, right? He played 20 <laughs> minutes last night, so he's already above the 20-minute mark. So he's going to increase from there, isn't he? He is. Boy, do you want to read out these cool next part. two? Bloody good questions, these next two. Oh, I don't know if I'm worthy. Um, Jack James, boys, I'm 183rd. And slowly climbing back. Is Landale a must-have this week? I can only get one of Landale and McCarran, who's mm. the best PG slash SG under 0.6 of a mil. Brad McKenzie, at what cost do you get Landale? Like, I'm talking J-Mart, Landale, Huff, Harvey, Duffel, Duffman Man. type stuff. Or Harvey, Stagul, got CG43, or Webster, and J-Mart to Colt McCarran. Nah. You sell the damn house. Sell the damn farm. I like, I like the first one, J-Mart. Get the Duff man in. Get the Duff man in. Give him a run. Hey, you just need Jock this week. You have to have Jock this week. That's my feeling as well. He's the most informed player, isn't he? He is. But we'll talk he's about averaging that 71 over his last five. All right. So we'll little, little, little preview for the captains later on, no doubt. Um, I haven't even consulted Banksy on the captains 
but there's nothing he can do to change my mind, and I'm guessing that he won't be changing my mind on his number one captain this week. Um, I don't even have a top three this week, Benny. Okay, good, good little preview. But Jack James asks, and I've had a look at Jack's Sunbury Danger Noodles, ranked 183rd, and he already has uh, Beamer. So who's the next best PGSG under point zero six? And I think it's Duffman, yeah? yeah. Is, is Bruce above that? that? Yes. Oh, that's unlucky. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Duffman, by far. Yep. So for both Brad Macker and Jack James, I think we're highly recommending the downgrade to Duffman in order to get Landale into your team this week. Yep. And Banksy, what are you doing to your team? Just for, I guess, um, we're talking about Creek earlier. You, that is your avenue to get Landale in this week. Yeah, it has to be. I think it's a no-brainer. Um, you know, Creek's on a single. I want to get <laughs> not giving too much away. Six games out of jock. Um, it's the only way I'm going to get him in based on players of price that allow me to get him in with the schedule. So. I need to get Finn in. I'm not 100% how I'm doing that just yet. I might be able to swing a Sam Froling up to Finn and get a Creek to um, to Jock. Beautiful. So get him in and uh, more to come later, no doubt. Um, I'm banned from start sits, so someone else want to read these ones? Can't you read them and we answer them? Yeah, okay. I can do that. Happy to do that. So from Rio, who... Would you bench out of Mooney or Giddy to oh, start Jesus. off with? And we've got another one uh, from KD. Do I start Finn Delaney over Mooney and BMW over Giddy? And, geez, from another another KD, who do I bench out of Mooney, Finn, and Iverson? So we've got a heap of starts here. They're so hard. Style questions that are bloody tough, to be honest. Um, no. So I'll take the first one, Betty. First? Okay. Mooney, Giddy. Is is there a slight possibility Perth could lose a game here? Yes. Because yes. if you're basing it on that, you play it safe. Giddy. Giddy's coming off his triple-double. You're going to go Giddy and bench Mooney. As, <laughs> Mooney's been on our has not been on our benches all, all season, but if you're picking out of those two, I think you've got to play it safe and go Giddy. Oh, all right. Mooney off. Delaney over Mooney. Yep. Yes, you do it? Yes. Yeah. Now... Oh, is is Mooney in your captain's banks? You just no captains are very straightforward this week. Okay, cool. So I, I think do, Mooney I will do. score one hundred points. That is my prediction. He will score exactly one hundred points based on his two games this week. If he plays the two, um, so thirty three point three three average for Finn. I think that's attainable. I'll be going Finn. Well, Finn scored over hundred in his double, so he's got the triple. Yeah. So very good numbers. Yeah, WMW. Will McDowell White over Giddy Banks? So no. I'm likely I'm likely playing both. So it's not. I'll take sure. it. It's a no. It's a no I, I, also, I almost want to go Giddy just based I'd on Webster Giddy. coming back. We don't know what Webster what effect that's going to have. All right. On Beamer. Yep, I think Giddy over McDowell White. I'm just going to throw one in here in the middle. Giddy. Oh, sorry, McDowell White over Cotton. What are you yeah. doing? Stabs me straight in the heart. I'd probably almost go Beamer. Yeah, I'm thinking Beamer. Same. And let's go through the thought process on this one because this is going to be the most common scenario, I think. 
strange I don't have a question about it, but um, so what would you think Cotton's floor and ceiling would be over two games? We'd start with the floor for Cotton. Um, mine would be 70 for me. 35 apples. Although, with the risk thrown in there that they might lose a game, That's what I'm does thinking. it get dropped to seven, 60? I honestly don't think they'll lose a game. There hasn't been any cases in WA. All you need is a negative test, and you, you're good to go in New Zealand. I've got my fingers crossed. With they, we have to, we've been burnt so many times. I understand that it, it should be a factor. I mean, I read an, a Fantasy Fix article from Tom Hirsch where he didn't have um, one of the, Cam Oliver and his captains because there was a outbreak in Queensland and he was worried about the Cairns game being cancelled. Like, you, it's just a stupid year for that. Um, so, look, regardless of COVID and a game loss, um, I think I'm starting McDowell White over Cotton. How about this, though, Benny? I was just having a look. So, Cotton's got Melbourne and New Zealand. I know he Cotton averages about 60-odd against Melbourne. He only scores in the 60s against Melbourne. Yeah. And New Zealand, he just obviously played them a week and a half back for a 58 and a 41 prior to that. So, And then a 59 prior to that. So, <laughs> based on the averages against this week's opponents, he would be going 100-plus on a yeah. double. That's right. So... McDowell White obviously has a tough game against Perth. They play Melbourne. These are the two hardest teams on the double. It's just against. And he had a six. Guard, against had guard. a six against Correct. Perth. Um, I just talked myself into starting Cotton. <laughs> I think we we are talking through this. I think it depends. I think Cotton is a safe seventy to what a hundred and twenty. Yep. Yep. McDowell White, what's the lowest floor for McDowell White? What are we saying? Like six. Like <laughs> six three, three games. Oh, on, 60, the, on the three games. Average yeah. of 20. Yep. So six he's got a lower floor for McDowell White, I think we all, all agree. Yeah. yeah. But ceiling's a different thing. Ceiling's 150. Correct. 160. Uh, even more. Yeah. 180. Yeah. So. He's got 106 and a 68 in his past four. But then he's got the six and the 15. So. So I think this is for each individual coach. I know I play Boydie in an experts league this week. Death match. So there can be only one. So it'll be very interesting to see. Like, look at your league matches if you're in a league. If you're, well, I think this is the time to just, take just, players now. Just I think gonna, another takeaway. I'm going to have a whinge about leagues, right? In in that experts league, I, I believe I'm third last. I have the third highest score. Overall, on the leagues, and for anyone who wants to sign up to our Patreon leagues next year, we're gonna hopefully it's gonna be bigger and better than the three leagues we've got going at the moment. But I am third, fourth, and fourteenth, <laughs> just based on like it's just luck of the draw, and that's what league play is. It's such a honestly, it's made fantasy a lot more enjoyable this year for the I whole, think. for the whole season. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I agree. Um, sorry. What I was going to say, boys, is yep. um, any takeaway with this Will McDowell White question? Um, if anything, is that he got that six over in Perth, and we know what RAC Arena is like for the visiting team. Um, when they play Perth in this triple, it will actually be at the Silverdome, for what it's worth. Where he had like a fifteen. Well, he had he just scored a sixty-eight last night against Adelaide there. So against Perth, he had a. Pretty ordinary score, I believe. Um, 
Silver Dome. It wasn't at the Silver Dome. Has it played? They played at Rack Arena. You just said that. Yeah, there wasn't an earlier one. No, listen. Uh, no, oh, I, no, you're right, Benny. Yeah. No, he did, oh, he did play oh, an earlier game oh, than that. Oh, who knows? Why you know? Listen, Woody. <laughs> no, it's all good. Um, last one. Do we add Iverson to the equation? No. We just no. Please say yes. Please say yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. Who cares about Iverson? You bench Iverson out of those three. KD's goat. I am starting Iverson over Mooney this week. Oh, ceiling. Oh, wow. Oh, God. Happening. Oh, boy. So, What's with Iverson? Can he just not play with Lowe in the team? No. Nah. He, he, he had the foul trouble by a rebound. Horrible foul trouble the first game. And I honestly think it was legit he, the two worst. As well. The two worst matchups. His minutes were good last last week. He had a little bit of foul trouble as well. Missed, had to go to the bench early. But the, they, whenever they can play him on the court, I think they do still. Um, and. Yeah, I think he's still that that double double threat. Um, but he can only score in the twenties when Lowe's in the team. Lowe obviously low. didn't make the he didn't Damn make the WA game. Big and Iverson lump. scored a sixty three. Lump Humphreys. That's that that's my that's my thoughts anyway. No, but uh, Lump Humphreys. But anyway. Anyway, I'm assuming he's not going to be into your captain's Banksy, but uh, that's what time it is, right? It is. And now it's time for Banksy's captains. It's not Benny or Boydy, so please don't at them. It's Banksy's choice, so he's in trouble. If his number one choice doesn't double, double. All right, you know what time it is for this week. Uh, ooh, looking at the Skype, it doesn't look like he's prepared, or is he? Oh, I'm prepared. Oh. Uh, Prepared. I could have captains you've, wrapped up in 30 seconds this you've week. Even, if you've prepared. even got a big B on your uh, beanie there tonight, mate. There you go. It must be cold in the Banks residence. That's oh, a B for Banksy's captains. Mm. Anyway, um, we've covered it off. Obviously, two teams on the triple, Melbourne and New Zealand, and I could probably have this tied up in 30 seconds because there is an absolute no-brainer, as Do you it. probably know this Do week. It. But Do it. No, I've done some homework, so let's uh, just go through some, some notes that we should – obviously cover okay. off so as we sort of just touched on with benny there he's, he's walked away from from his computer um, based it. on those cult numbers he's done um low factors real with colt um another two scores in the 20 so he's on the triple can put up big numbers he's out bmw as we said webster's returning another two polar opposite games last round a 12 and a 68 plays perth we covered off again where he had that six two weeks back so he's out, even though he's on the triple. Um, one thing I did look at running through the numbers for captains, Melbourne are playing a 10-man rotation recently with a real even spread of numbers. Um, everyone's just playing below 30 minutes a game, whereas you look at the New Zealand numbers, they're happy to play their big guys' minutes at the moment. Finn's played 38 and 32 minutes in the last two games, which is noteworthy. Um, Mooney, obviously always an option, even on the double. Um, 53 average against New Zealand. 50 average on United. Um, no, that's basically on par with what Benny suggested with 100 this week, but I just don't like that slight possibility of Perth losing a game. Mm. That has me playing it safe, particularly learning from last week where we lost our Perth players a game there. Giddy has a dream matchup, although on the double, um, two home games against Brisbane and Cairns. Recently got a 74 against Brisbane, their last matchup. Cairns obviously undermanned, of course, just cannot score. So... You know, would not surprise me if Giddy ends up being 
at the uh, the top end of scores for the round, even being on the double. Um, other noteworthy players there, we've got obviously Mitch McCarron from Melbourne on the triple. New dad recently, although he's probably the best guard on the triple, if he feels anything like me. He'll be far too tired for my liking to be going big over a triple. <laughs> um, obviously, Finn we've covered off. Absolutely balling at the moment. 45 against United recently. Three games recently he's played against Perth. have all been in the 40s as well. Just these consistent 40s. Um, the other game in his triple is against the Hawks, where he had a solo 33 earlier in the um, season. Um, so, you know... Balling, but still 44 a game over his past five. I just think we need more from our captain. As a, as a new dad, McCarron had a 60 last round <laughs> in one game, by the way. <laughs> yeah, one game. He's got to play three this week, Woody. So oh, that's what I've uh, popped into my... We need the spare bed. It needs to be a spare, spare bed situation. <laughs> and then, obviously, who everyone will be going this week. It may sound like a no-brainer, but Jock is finally, finally, Boydy, playing on Mooney's level. Averaging wise. averaging a higher average over the last five games, I believe, too. Well, it's about time. A, a, you know, a broken clock's right twice a, twice a day as well. But a lower score of 63 in his past five. He's gone 66, 65, 87, 63, and 71. And if we're looking to the matchup so far, so he's got New Zealand, scores of 47 and 65 already. He's got Sydney, not as impressive, 39 and 37. And then he's got Perth, uh, scores of 42 and 63 against Perth. Um, previous matchup numbers aren't phenomenal, but he is the best player on a triple. His form, as you said, boy, is undeniable, averaging 70 points a game over his last five. Lock-in factor for me, though, is we've now finally seen him post six straight double-doubles. And uh, as Benny's Patreon newsletter tells us, Jock is now averaging 2.125 points per minute over his last six, which is ridiculously elite when we consider Mooney is travelling at 1.9 points per minute played. So um, if he can retain that as our captain this week, that would be, based on averages, a good 200 points plus and uh you know as captain you know we could be looking at a cool 400 points from our captain this week i do like the sounds of that lock jock that is for sure and um news with jock landell over the last i guess week or so is he's he's had really big offers from olympiakos not taking them up because he is focused 100 percent on the nba so he's looking to perform. Um, he has been performing fantastically mm. well. Suck to see Jack White get hurt. Jock has been the primary beneficiary. No JLA in the captains, but we haven't talked about him in the podcast this week. He's definitely a trade target uh, this week. If uh, For mine, I've got Sam Froling. I'm looking Very for JLA. Risky. I was just about to say that, Benny. Could Banksy throw a late question in there? And that would be, I'm already a JLA owner. Should I be starting him on a triple this week? Over who? I'm not. Mm. <laughs> I'm Over not. Who? I've got... I've got Colt. <laughs> so here's mine. So I've got Delaney, Landau, Iverson, Mooney, JLA. Um, would you start JLA over Iverson? I'm not. Would you start him over Mooney? They're both on the bench for me, but that'd be a tough question. I'd start him over Colt. Over Colt you would. But most people are yep. likely to have starting, I guess, Jock, Mooney and Finn 
And I guess you're not going to start him over any of those three guys at those positions. There you go. I'm relying on Big Colt. <laughs> Damn it. Alrighty. That wraps us up for another week. As always, you can catch us on Twitter at bball underscore blokes, on Facebook, which is Basketball Blokes, and on basketballblokes.com, the number one source of NBL fantasy information. Until next week, catch y'all later. Come on, Colt.